Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, Hag Realtors, and Comfort King. And welcome back. I'm Mike Henriksen. Marco is back tomorrow, a day earlier than he was planning, because he's trying to beat the storm. And again, for those of you across the central and northeast part of the state, be prepared for what could be a very nasty and, frankly, dangerous storm. Hey, uh, just to follow up on something from last week, on Friday we had Jesse Yost on, who was one of the co-directors of the Pomp Room documentary, watched it on Saturday night. I had no idea I knew 75% of the people in that. Uh, and, and some of them I didn't even know had ties to the pomp room. But, man, was that great. It was just so much, uh, so fun. It took a very realistic look at just what the pomp room was. And if you didn't see the documentary, go to their Facebook page. You can now order it. I know there's a couple of of stores in town that have it as well. You can buy it. It uh, it really is a slice of Sioux Falls history and very, very well done. Well, as I said in the first part of the show, I talked with folks this weekend who had more interest in women's college basketball than I had ever heard. And so I thought, who's good at talking women's college basketball? And the name that jumped to the top of the list is Travis Traphagen at the University of Sioux Falls. Trap, how you doing? It's It's been too long since you and I chatted. It's been a while. I, most times most times when you get on the radio, you're supposed to have a great year, and we did not have a great year this year. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't asked on too many times, but it's great to be on your show. Always. Listen, speaking of that, is this right? Was this your 15th year, or was it your 16th? It, I believe it was. I just finished my 15th. Wow. So, Kind of, kind of crazy. On um, it doesn't it doesn't seem that long ago when I was Coach Krause's assistant. You know, at Augie, I mean, that's almost twenty years ago. You know, when I started there, and now to see Coach Krause retire and <laughs> Coach Ballard at Winona retire, it's just you know, time goes fast when you're coaching. That's for sure. It really does. More importantly, how many weddings of your former players have you attended? You know, that's you know, there's quite a few. To be honest with you, and I, I believe you know, it. Now it's when you see, you know, um, young ladies getting married, but now you're getting cards and this and that. They're having children, <laughs> you know. So it's 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 really kind of kind of one of the parts of the job that's pretty cool. But it but it also makes you realize how fast life goes too. Like I I, I still remember probably my first recruit ever as the head coach at USF was Jamie Hofer, really know, from West. Yeah, I, I so distinctly remember that. And then all of a sudden now to be able to see, you know, being a mom and, you know, one of her teams went into the Hall of Fame here this last year. You know, it's just kind of surreal how how fast everything goes. And, you know, and honestly, coaching is just a little bit of a conduit, you know, of life if you want to sit there and say, you know, young ladies move on after four years or five years. There's a lot other things in life, and, it, and it's been pretty cool. So it all leads back to what you just said, though. You know, women's basketball has grown so much, and I'm very blessed to be definitely part of that. Travis Traphagen, the head women's coach at the University of Sioux Falls, joins us. Have you had, I'll I'll get to our actual point, but this just dawned on me. Have you had the child of any of your former players show up at one of your camps yet? Oh, 
not yet. Okay. Not they're they're not. It won't not be quite. long. No, no, it, it will not <laughs> by any. <laughs> Travis Traphagan joins us. All right, so I got really this this buzz, and obviously it was Caitlin Clark in Iowa, and it was LSU, and it was South Carolina, and, but I had people, you know, aside from. And again, for those who missed it, the caveats, yes, when, when SDSU on a local level and USD won the WNIT, interest was high. But from a national standpoint, have you ever felt the buzz about women's college basketball that we have this year, Trap? You really not, not probably like this year, you know, and, and I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, when you have a South Carolina that is an undefeated, Team, you know, even around here, having them play South Dakota State here at the Pentagon. But, you know, one of the big reasons, and you already said it, is Caitlin Clark. You know, just some of the things, and I, I remember going back when she was a freshman playing on a summer team called the All Iowa Attack, you know, getting to see and saying, boy, she's good. But I would have never guessed. <laughs> I would have never. She would have turned out something like that. But when you start seeing, you know, if you're going to talk about Iowa and on their road to get to the the final four, you know, when they're playing at home and they're selling out Carver Hawkeye. And like, you know, if you would have told me that 20 years ago when I got started, I said, no way. So I just think it's a testament, honestly, to great coaches. The players just look different now. The training, the resources we put in. And you always say there's always way more to go. But I but I would sit there and say the investment that people have put into to women's basketball is, has been tremendous and i think you're showing the, the rewards of that as well and the thing is trap it, it is travis Traphagan joins us here head women's coach at usf it is so easy to forget that frankly title nine is only 50 years old in the big scheme of things how far we have come with college women's basketball in historically a rather short period of time is makes it even more remarkable to me. You know, and, and it is remarkable. I, I remember talking to my mom when back when they played, she was a defender. You know, she never right. even gets to go. <laughs> you, know, you know, and you just, you're just saying, what in the world? And but, it, but I was pretty spoiled. I've been doing this for 20 years, and when I got my opportunity to work under Coach Krause over at Augie, you know, that was kind of some of the latter years of the North Central Conference. Right. You know, so, I, I mean, it was unreal. Like, I remember going to USD and South Dakota State and, all those and huge crowds and this, that. So like kind of when I, when I was involved or got started, I'm like, this is the coolest thing ever. But now just to be able to see it on a national scale of, of what South Dakota state has done, what USD has done over the years. And, and it does, it's relative of the level. Look at what Dakota state women have done. Right. Right. It, yep. You know, and coach Mo had done a tremendous job. You know, we had Augie you know, who made a regional here this year. I just think, I just think around here, you know, we didn't have a very good year. Sometimes we've represented fairly well and made some regional tournaments this as well. But I just think the basketball is so great. And I think opportunities and, you know, I'm a, I'm a dad now with a daughter that, you know, she loves basketball and, you know, I want all the same opportunities for my daughter. Riley is what I do for my boys. And I just think it's, it's something that is, is very important. And I think just in life, I think we're, we're pretty grateful to be where we're at because, you know, at the end of the day, after this year, of the final four, what you just said, I think it's only going to get better and better. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And also, as long as, and by the way, it's, it's kind of unique that you're, you're kind of now the dean 
of uh, of women's coaches around the area. Has that you, dawned on you yeah. yet, Coach? I don't want it to. Be. <laughs> you know, I feel like once in a while I'm still kind of one of the young guys as we go through, but but it does. You know, and there's a lot of coaches I talk to that I have great relationships at all levels. But you know, it's just changing so much in front of us. You know, now with the NIL and right. money. So, you know, maybe it hasn't hit here maybe quite as much, but it is. You know, you get to the, the power five, you know, the big level, you know, it's it's who pays the kids the most to be able to get them, where maybe it doesn't come down to what we all think should be relationships and what's important. But like, it's just, you know, the world, if you would have ever told me from when I started to now that this is where we'd be headed. But, you know, sometimes you got to go with the, you got to go with the flow, you know, with it. So, so, and it's not just on the men's side. Right. All my money there. It's it's on the women's side and, and lots of stuff. So, yeah, it's 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 a different world, but it's one that you got to be able to learn to adapt to as well. Uh, the thing is, though, coach, you almost uh, and not just you, but but any of the college coaches, you almost had to have suffered whiplash because it went from that car being parked to running at the Indy Five Hundred. It's you yeah. know in in a heartbeat. And and it is, and it hasn't quite got to our level yet. At the Division Two level, you know some, but but yeah, I, I I remember it wasn't that many years ago. They had something called cost of attendance that kids could get their if you want to say their full ride and they wanted a little bit of spending money. So Division Ones came out with that where you know each school was a little bit different. Maybe got three to five thousand dollars on spending money, and you're like, well, hey, that's a great deal. You get all your school paid for and some spending money. Well, now you want a little <laughs> bit more, and it adapts. In you know, and it's and it's you know you could talk to a hundred people and it would be split right down the middle right. of what people's beliefs are. You know, when you're going to define amateurism versus, you know, you know, getting paid for play. So, you know, and I don't know what the right answer is. You know, one day I'd sit there believe like, Hey, the scholarship's good enough. But when you look at all the money that's being made and you listen to enough arguments, you can see the other side as well. So it's definitely above my pay grade. Right. And I just kind of go with, you know, what the people making decisions, that's what you got to roll with. And, and you got to be able to adapt to. And I think that's the fluidity of NIL, the transfer portal of, you know, you got kids now that never play, so they transfer, right? That makes sense. You got kids that play 40 minutes a game, still transfer because they want to be able to go find maybe a bigger school or to be able to make more money. And a lot of us are left with them, the kids right in the middle that really want to be there because of all the right reasons. So, yeah, it's, it's a it's an interesting world but one that we're learning to be able to kind of navigate through. Travis Traphagan joins us here, head women's coach at the University of Sioux Falls. I'm Mike Henriksen filling in one more day for Mark Hill. He'll be back tomorrow. Listen, Trap, when you talk about the changes also and the opportunities that your daughter is going to have or or does have, take a look even at how our training facilities, from the, from the time that you got into the coaching, as an assistant, how much the training, how much the, you know, that level, the knowledge, the science involved, that has also just done nothing but help the sport, hasn't it? For sure. And I think we're pretty blessed to be in Sioux Falls. You know, we're, we're in a kind of a smaller rural state that, you know, sometimes when you see some of the successes around the state where sometimes there's a lot of success in the Sioux Falls area, if it's in junior high, high school level. But when you look at at the hospital systems and all the basketball training, the workouts, like you name it, 
these kids have every opportunity. But I think it's it's there's business opportunities on the business side. But it's also one of those things that when kids want to better themselves, I just think it's amazing. It's, it, I don't like you. I, I guess I, I can't use it anymore. I am getting to be one of the elders. Like <laughs> I said, but I, I remember it wasn't that long ago when I played college basketball. Right, right. And growing and growing up, and it was just a cool thing to say you could play on a on a summer basketball team. Right. That was you know there was no such thing as going to get individual workouts and you know the something called acceleration had just started or kind of like the power. Yep. It just kind of started when, when I was going through, but just in its infancy stages. So, but I, I would just say, I don't know, I think I was talking to Sid, our, our, um, the, the, the infamous today, Sid yeah. Cordemeyer. Yes. Yeah. And, and today, just, just saying on when we were talking about the, the final four and, and all those types of things, like just how different the young ladies look. Yep. You know, back when we played, you know, everybody, you know, there was no such thing as hardly lifting weights. Right. And now you just see these kids, you know, you watch the Iowa game, you know, last night, or let's even take it to another level. You know, we had a team in our own conference, Minnesota Duluth, played for the national championship on on Saturday as well against Ashland University, and Ashland ended up winning. But it's kind of relative to the level that you look at. Young ladies and guys, it, it just, they look different. They're bigger, faster, stronger. You do it for, you know, hopefully injury prevention, number one, but two, to become the best basketball players you can be. So, yeah, I mean, you're right, Mike, when you say it. It's just drastic uh, how much better athletes that are out there. And it's because of opportunities and, and hard work that some of these kids got to put in as well. I mean, you can't you can't take that away. Uh, you can have all the fancy technology and opportunities, but kids still want to be able to get better. And I think around here that's what's pretty cool is some of the Midwestern work ethic and this and that. There's just a lot of kids that want to get better and have, definitely have that opportunity to do so. Yeah, no question about it. Travis Traphagen joins us. Trap, your thoughts on the national championship game itself? You know, one, it was awesome. I'm not going to lie to you. Like the, uh, one of my assistants was over when I watched the semifinal game. You know, and I think that's where it created a lot of the buzz was the Iowa-South Carolina game. Right. And just to be able to see, I don't know about you, but, I mean, I'm on the edge of my seat every time Clark shoots one from <laughs> feet, like because I'm a more – amazed if she's going to miss it but for them to be able to get that win like that you know to have a have a a local team kind of in it but then you just watch i mean that's the fun part about having a tournament is is to watch iowa and lsu and give lsu credit on that particular day they were the better team yep i i forget the young lady's name that went five of five from the three-point line i know she was a transfer from west virginia i remember right. hearing that but my, but there's a kid that came off the bench that's the difference you know and unfortunately, anybody that follows Twitter and everything here today, I mean, nobody even hardly talks about the game. What do they want to talk about? You know, what's, you know, the if it was taunting or, right. you know, this and that at the end of the game. And, and honestly, by the end of it, I wasn't even, I didn't ever even watch. I was heading on over to, to Great Life to take my son <laughs> over to see that. So I didn't see the last three to four minutes because I thought it was over. But it's just, it was fun. You know, and do I watch every single year from the beginning to the end? The tournament, no. You know, I think it's very important. Um, my assistant, Caitlin Hodgins, who's been with me for a year, you know, I always send my, my assistant coaches down to the Final Four because there's a big convention and just an unbelievable opportunity to network and meet people and learn. It's, it's kind of a big deal, you know, and to be able to put together a great game like we did like that. Yeah, I was hoping, you know, some, sometimes we'll probably watch the, we'll probably watch the men's game here and be a b- defensive slugfest. Right. You know, with Yukon and those guys in San Diego State, that's what you just, you look at it, but like to sit there and say, 
to have teams score 80 and 100 points in a, in a championship game. I'm a, I'm a little bit more of a purist. I'd like to see a little bit more defense. <laughs> but I'm also going to say, you know, for the average fan, it was definitely something that women's basketball on a national scale, what you just said to start with, definitely did not take a step back. Nope. And I hope that it can just keep getting better and better and better. And if you have role models like a Caitlin Clark, and kids like that, for young ladies, it's going to continue to grow. That's for sure. All right. Before I let you go, I'm, I've got one important question. How long yeah. would the Northern Sun Conference officials allow you to stand on the court uh, as the officials yesterday yeah. allowed the LSU yeah, well, you know, Kim Mulkey? The funny thing is, is, is I talk to my staff, but I'm going to remember when I was younger, if people have watched us, you know, you, you look back five, ten years ago. I'm going to be honest with you, not nothing that I'm proud of. That was probably me. You know, I know it was. You know, it was just when you're a little bit younger, everything's kind of a bigger deal. But now as you get older, and this, you know, I, I'm going to say, and I don't want to get in trouble, like, I don't want to look like that. <laughs> so, I, I like this yelling and screaming and, and this, that. And, you know, it's just, it's a tough spot to be in. You know, again, the same thing if you, if you look on Twitter, this, that, you know, I don't know if I feel more bad for the officials or, you know, sometimes you got to call the game to the best of your ability. Right. But yeah, but something along, you know, it all goes back to Clark gets teed up. Why doesn't Coach Mulkey get teed up? Like everybody sees the same thing, you know, and until you're in that, until you're in that avenue of officiating the game, I don't know. Like I'd rather just see the game, let, let the best players be on the floor. Like, I always feel like when we play at our level and you get to the tournament, it's always allowed to be a little bit more physical, right? which I think right. people would like to be able to see and love to be able to see the the best players on the floor. You know, I still say, Mike, maybe I'm, this is just maybe a dumb comment, but every other sport, if it's football, anything like that, you know, if you break a rule, there's a penalty. But in, in, in basketball, I'd love to see, somehow get it to the point where, your best players aren't always on a bench. You know, give them another foul, six. Sure. Have some type of penalty. It's it's really the only sport that when somebody gets too many fouls, they got to sit out the rest of the game. And I just think I don't know. <clears throat> that's excuse me. That's probably the one thing that when you kind of watch the whole second quarter with Reese being out for LSU because of fouls, and then Clark gets teed up to get to her fourth. You know, you're really hoping to be able to watch the national championship game with the best players, but. You know that's that's part of the game, and better you better adhere to the rules, or you're sitting on the bench, I guess. Trap, I think that's an excellent idea. And listen, with all the changes we've seen, you know, with various games, what what we're seeing in baseball, et cetera, there's nothing that's that's off the table. So I I think I think that one has merit. Listen, it is great to catch up. I hope the family is doing well. Thanks so much for the time today, and uh, I'll look forward to running into you at some point. All right. Uh Thanks so much, Mike. You bet. My pleasure. Travis Traphagen joining us here on Calling All Sports. Back to wrap things up after this. What part of your home likely gets used at least four times a day? What do people see first when they arrive at your home? In both cases, it's probably your garage door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls offers durable, dependable, stylish doors. And will match any competitor's price on a comparable door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. 
The Legacy Fighting Alliance returns to Sioux Falls. Friday, April 14th, in the main event, knockout artist Jalen the Gentleman Fuller takes on top prospect Trey the Truth Waters at the LFA Welterweight World Championship on the line. Come cheer on the region's top-ranked fighters as they take on challengers from around the world. Twelve professional bouts, one ultimate night. Live from the Sanford Pentagon Arena. Tickets available at the Pentagon box office or at Ticketmaster.com. LFA 156, are you ready for war? I have a friend that had LASIK surgery, Advanced Thompson Vision. Hearing her experiences is when I knew that LASIK could be an option for me. I wanted to go to a place that had invested a lot in the technology and was on the forefront of LASIK surgery. My vision's great. It's, I believe I'm 2015 right now. If I had to do it all over again, I would choose Advanced Thompson Vision in a heartbeat. Download our free LASIK checklist, advancedthompsonvision.com. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet, Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888 or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. Rosenbauer, the world's largest manufacturer of firefighting equipment, is inviting you to join them in building life-saving fire trucks. Based in Lyon, South Dakota, they offer great pay, up to $26 an hour depending on experience. They have generous health benefits, flexible start times, weekends off, and PTO that starts the day you do. With on-the-job training in most positions, you can build a difference in the world at Rosenbauer. Apply online at buildfiretrucks.com. Rosenbauer is an equal opportunity employer, including veterans and disability. Penny Kleindienst is an interior designer. So when Eric and Becky Roskop hired Simply Perfect to update their dream home, she knew where to turn. The experts at Fireplace Pros have a wide variety of heat and glow and heat later fireplaces to choose from. And they hit a home run with a contemporary fireplace they chose together. They always help me come up with the perfect fireplace that makes all the difference in the way a home looks and feels. Our gas fireplaces and inserts from Heat and Glow and Helator are the best in the business. You can stop in and see the region's largest showroom or visit us on the web at fireplaceprofessionals.com and get a virtual tour. We have almost 100 Heat and Glow and Helator models on display and even more in stock. If you ever need advice, just call 339-0775 or better yet, stop in and see us. We're Fireplace Pros, 1217 West 41st Street, Sioux Falls. Just like Becky and Eric, you're going to love the way your home feels. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Hucett Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. Hey, just a reminder that Easter is coming up this week, and that means that Arby's is not going to be keeping their fish sandwiches around much longer. We, we kind of know the pattern by now, don't we? And they are, without question, the best fish sandwich that you will ever find. All right? I, a lot of you know I'm gluten-free mostly. And so I get them just because the fish itself is great. Now, it's sometimes a problem even to eat them because they kind of fall apart on you. They're so flaky and so good. Uh, it's, it's just great. And right now, two for seven dollars plus Arby's has some, some really good value meals going on as well. So 
and they're hiring. If you're looking for, you know, maybe you've got a got a kid looking for their first job or wanting to do something for the spring and summer, Arby's is a great place to work. And uh, we know the owners. They're great folks. So many people have worked there for a long, long time. They're flexible with hours, et cetera. So Arby's, they have the meats. Also a reminder that my book, I've got four of them. I've had four of them. One sold out, the first one. But my book, First Person Legendary South Dakota Sports Stories, is available now by going to sportsmaxradio.com. It is a compilation of long-form interviews that I used to do on the South Dakota Sports History Show. Uh, I've got uh, 13 stories in there, including Larry Luchins and Lolly Forseth and Harvey Nas and all, all sorts of other folks. Uh, it's it's really a nice mix. Dave Gassman is in the book. I will be getting out and doing more signing events here once the weather actually allows that to happen. You can follow First Person Legendary South Dakota Sports Stories on Facebook, or you can order it by going to sportsmaxradio.com and clicking on the book order tab. The response has been great, and I'm so grateful to all of you. Thanks to Mark for letting me scratch the itch again for a few days. He's back tomorrow. Thanks we'll talk for again. to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Hague Realtors, Pusett Speedway, Comfort King, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. Add a stylish look to your bathroom.